Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, November 20th, 2023, and this is day 2070 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for being our Abba Father. Thank you, Lord, for just strengthening us and and helping us, Father, to uh, not be, to have heavy hearts. Many times we're going through things, especially during these holiday seasons, that can be pretty hard. And, And I thank you so much for giving special comfort to those who are experiencing that today and throughout this time and and lifting them up and letting them know they're not alone and that you are with them. I thank you so much, Father, for continuing to comfort the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, Today's message is uh, that painful thing could be from God. That painful thing you're dealing with right now could be something that God is allowing for a reason. We're going to be coming out of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 10. 2 Corinthians 12, verses 1 through 10. And this is Paul speaking, and he says, I must go on boasting, although there is nothing to be gained. I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And so Paul is speaking about himself. Uh, being caught up in the third heaven. Uh, And he says, And I know that this man, whether in body or apart from the body, I do not know, but God knows, was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, But I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be uh, a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, In order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 
very powerful, isn't it? You know, um, he he went through a lot. Paul, of all people, um, he's one that can talk about <laughs> these things, uh, all the hardships and things that he had gone through. Um, when he talks about this revelation, I'm I'm going to just share with you out of my commentary. He's saying Paul continued his boasting by telling about visions and revelations he had received from the Lord. I know a man in Christ means that he was speaking about himself. He explained that he didn't know if he was taken up in his body or in his spirit, but he was in paradise, the third heaven, perhaps referring to the highest part of the heavens beyond the atmosphere and the stars where God himself lives. This incident cannot be positively identified with a recorded event in Paul's career, although some think this may have been when he was stoned and left for dead in Acts chapter 14, verses 19 and 20. Paul told about this incident to show that he had been uniquely touched by God. I think that is so beautiful. And uh, I would imagine, you know, that, as you grow in Christ, I know this for myself. I can speak for myself. God will take you through different levels and uh, give you different revelations. And many of you have experienced that. And, and you may have woken up and thought, is this a dream? <laughs> and really, it's actual, something actually happened in a good way. So let's go to our points. Point number one, I was groomed to be self-sufficient, to count on my own abilities to get to where I wanted to be, ideally out of poverty at all costs. I was, you know, grew up in poverty, it was a struggle. It was rough seeing my mother, you know, just trying to make it from paycheck to paycheck and ponding her ring almost every month just to bring in a little extra money to buy food for us. It was so hard, but yet we still had lots of love and joy and all those things. We didn't know the Lord either at that time, but God's mercy was all over us and his grace. You know, although God gives us the ability to gain wealth, he wants us to trust in his ability to provide for us through the gifts he's blessed us with to glorify him. But so often the lust of the flesh causes us to become prideful and, and glorifying self. That's why God sent an evil spirit to torment Paul. Yes, it was an evil spirit uh, to keep him from becoming conceited. You see, God was using Paul greatly, even taking him to the third heaven where God lives, where he, um, uh, her, where he heard uh, inexpressible things, uh, things that no one is permitted to tell. As God elevates us spiritually, he wants us to remain humble. Uh, so many times he will use an evil spirit to torment us, keeping us aware of the fact that his grace is sufficient for us. For his power is made perfect in weakness, our weakness. So we have to understand that as we're going through it, you know, we may not get it right away and may not understand, Lord, why am I being insulted? Why am I being put down? Why am I being lied on? Why am I, you know, being treated differently than others? Why, you know, why can't I get ahead? Why can't this happen? Sometimes it's because God is allowing it 
for a reason and uh and and remember us remembering that his grace is sufficient for us point number two one of my thorns in the flesh was trusting in me myself and i the last job i had uh, that i had uh uh let's see before starting t-zone uh that job really implemented collaboration so the thorn was there you know this there was there was pride so god allowed a thorn to do away with my pride that pride was counting on myself and not on god even though i was saved i thought i was giving everything to god but i was withholding some things so god allowed me to go through uh some challenges and it felt really, really hard uh, while working at the previous job in restorative justice, uh, teaching me how to collaborate. And it was painful because it was not something I was used to. And I shunned it, actually. <laughs> uh, the, you know, just about everything we did at that job was about collaboration. Um, I was not used to that and was very reluctant and to participate uh, I was um, more of a loner. Um, you know, I was like, just give me my assignment and I'll, and I'll get it accomplished well. But by the end of my journey there for seven years, um, there I truly understood what Jesus was saying in, in verse nine, where he says, but he, my grace is sufficient for you. I truly grasped hold of that and totally understood that that pain I was feeling, uh, you know, and it it was tormenting. And for everybody else, it was like, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. For me, it was like, I've got to trust people to share with them openly things that, you know, I've been hurt before and, um, you know, and, 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 and lack trust in people, especially, you know, in men after going through a time in my life where my father wasn't there for, for me or for my siblings here in Kansas City and how, you know, he even made promises and didn't come through with those promises. So it just, it, it was part of the process of healing for me. Uh, I love collaboration now. It's not all about me any longer. It's about God's will. God was also preparing me for this season of my life, you know, being the founder and CEO of T-Zone, where I have to report to a board and, and get their permission on, on many things before I do it. You know, I, I was used to having a for-profit businesses, you know, at least three of them that, you know, grew and uh, became successful uh, and uh, and I made decisions. And then the last one was with my sisters where we made decisions together. But even there, I had to learn, you know, I I was getting introduced and, and being shown that I wasn't collaborating, that it was, you know, me trying to make all the decisions and not including my sisters. So, you know, God was teaching me something, even though it was painful. You know, I also uh, have to ask other people, uh, and um, uh, organizations and funders, you know, for money to do this beautiful work God has called us to do. It has been a very humbling experience 
to have to ask, <laughs> and I ask you all, I make sure to mention it every day because I'm learning and I am grateful that God has given me such an opportunity as this and, you know, understanding that it takes all of us to make it happen. And in order to do it, it takes humility. And that humility is what God wants us to have so that we can understand that it's all about him that gets the glory, not us. You know, I remember when my kids were teenagers and uh, my two um, uh, older kiddos uh, out of the three, they were working and uh, over the summer and they were working at the Kansas City Zoo. And I remember uh, having to, my husband and I, teaching them how to learn how to get to their job on their own. And it was hard at first. We took them the first few you know, maybe that first week or two. And then after that, it was like, you're you're going to have to learn how to do it on your own. And we're going to give you instructions on how to catch the bus. And I would imagine that was like a thorn in their flesh at first because they were really angry, <laughs> especially my oldest daughter. Like, why can't y'all take us? Why do we have to catch the bus? You got a car, you got time, we can go, you know. And I knew it was for their own good. Uh, and, and, and I had to, my husband and I had to boost them out of the nest, really. You know, otherwise, we would teach them how to uh, count on us for everything and enabling them. We wanted to teach them how to count on God, not on us, because we're not going to always be there. And how to do things that they should know how to do uh, as an adult, as we're preparing them for adulthood how to do it without a parent having to do it for you. So they would get on that bus and we would sit there at that bus stop in the car for a little while and watch them get on the bus. And then in the beginning, we even followed. I don't even think they knew that. We we followed it and to make sure that they got off accordingly. And they did fine. And, and then with it being dark, uh, when they got off, we would pick them up or make arrangements for them to get home. But getting to there on that bus and uh, teaching them those um, techniques and strategies and all of those things, what we knew about riding the bus. And, and it, it really um, encouraged them and grew them up. They, they felt more empowered because now they knew how to get around. And uh, once, they, <laughs> once they really got comfortable with it, it was okay. They, they were fine. But in the beginning, it can be really rough. It can be extremely painful. Uh, God allows us to go through pain uh, to grow us up, for us to learn to trust in him. I think about the flu shot. Uh, I don't know all the techniques about that flu shot, but, you know, I've been told that they they use, you know, either forms of that actual virus to give you the shot to to help you to become immune to it or something like that. Uh, And you know, it makes you stronger. It builds those uh, antibodies in you so that you can fight that flu when it comes up on you. That is what I believe it's like with God allowing an evil spirit sometimes to torment us in certain areas that he doesn't want us uh, to count on uh, ourselves. It's building up our strength 
in him, to trust in him, is building up our faith in God uh, when he does that, when he allows that to happen. So with Paul, it built up his faith and trust in God. And the more God um, entrusts in us, the more we're going to go through things like that. So don't think it's strange that you're going through something right now uh, that is really hard. And and even people may be turning against you or people that you never would have expected would do that. And you didn't really, you're thinking, what did I do? Well, it it could very well be God allowing it so that you don't trust in people, that you trust in him and him alone and still love those people, pray for them because the enemy works through people. Um, You know, so it's not the person, it's the enemy working through the person. So understanding that not to hate the person, but pray for them and keep on going, keep it moving, trusting in God and not neglecting what God has called you to do. That my friends, would be the goal of the enemy, but God's goal by allowing us to go through some things like that is to strengthen us through his Holy Spirit and to trust in him and to even be greater in accomplishing what he's called us to do, to do even greater in that. So be encouraged. I know it can be hard. Uh, going through a lot of that right now myself, And it has been excruciating. I'm going to just be real honest. And uh, in which I am always with you. I'll be honest with you always. But um, I will also let you know this. That God is able and he's so loving. He's so caring and so gracious to us and with us. That he will never leave you alone. So always remember that he's there with you and he will comfort you through these times, but keep doing what he's called you to do. All right. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the goal to spend eternity with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on our a website on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We thank you all so very much for your prayers and support and your donations. We are very grateful. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.